40 foot by 36 shop that was no longer able to be used because we had five dinosaurs in it. Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. All right, well, welcome back to this episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast. My guest today is Todd Perkins. Todd has a a really interesting Jurassic-themed Airbnb in Washougal. But before we start talking about that, Todd, uh, say hello to the audience and tell us a little bit about you first. Okay, well, yeah, hello. Um, I am from Washington, originally uh, small town yeah small town of Bridgeport Washington nobody ever knows where Bridgeport is it's always it's near Lake Chelan (laughs) and so that's pretty much I grew up yeah okay help me out help me out I'm trying to think okay so I live in Wenatchee so I should know where Bridgeport is I know where Brewster is where's Bridgeport in relationship to Brewster Yes. So if you continue from Wenatchee and you're going the Arondo side and then you go get to Pateras, Brewster, the next stop is Bridgeport. And it's uh, Chief Joseph Dam is is okay. what is there. Okay. Yeah. So you grew up yeah. in Bridgeport. So how big was Bridgeport when you were growing up? You didn't know this would be like a, a uh, math I, question and all that, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. My I think when I was growing up, 1500 maybe 2000 we had 29 kids in our graduating class so that's how you how i usually tell people how small we were well let me ask you this question because pre-interview we were talking about sports you said and i'm you know you went to eastern washington to play football so did you did you play football in high school yes so you had 29 kids graduating how many i mean think about that percentage wise you were all playing football I mean, how was that division? Is that the eight player league? No. So for a while, it was eight player league. Um, 10, probably 10 years prior to me. Okay. okay. And then we did, we were 11 man, but it was um, like one a, we were in one a, we, we would play um, man, like uh, we would pay, play Pateras okay. and uh, Winthrop or not Winthrop, but uh, Mithal Valley, you okay. know, those kind of okay. Liberty Bell, okay. the smaller schools. And yeah, so we were small, but yeah, we, one year we did get like two or three people hurt and we didn't have 11 guys <laughs> to play <laughs> when we were playing against Okanagan. So did you have, did you have to forfeit or were you allowed to play with say 10 guys on the field? Yeah. So we played with 10 and we were already getting nail okay because okay all right <laughs> they were they were a bigger school anyway okay. so wow yeah <laughs> Gee. okay all right so you grew up in bridgeport sorry we there's the rabbit hole thing i yes. warned you about so you grew up in bridgeport and then you went to college at eastern i'll help you out there why mm-hmm. eastern and what did you study and what was your experience like there yeah so growing up i was it, it doesn't really go with I guess when I, I was growing up, we had orchards. So I grew up on the farm picking and pruning and thinning and, and all of those things. And my dad had done that since he was 13. My grandpa had done that. My great grandpa had done that in Orondo, actually near Wenatchee. Okay. Um, 
But that just didn't seem like what I wanted to do. I didn't want to uh, work in the orchards. I, I liked working in the orchards, but I felt like I wanted to do something else. And um, with the sports, I was able to, you know, pick and choose a, a couple different schools. I, I wanted to be close by mm -hmm. the family still because I, I just I'm kind of a, a mama's boy. <laughs> and so I wanted to be close. So I was so Eastern was close within a couple hours. Um, and yeah, so that's mainly the reason why I chose that. But I was going to go into physical therapy, personal training. That was what I wanted to do until I hurt myself in uh, playing at Eastern. So when I was playing football, I hurt my my left ankle and then I was um, not as fast as I was after <laughs> after I recovered. I wasn't quite as quick. And at my position, you had to be fast. I returned punts and kicks and I was a, a free safety and a cornerback. So it was a it was a speed thing. I didn't have that anymore. Even well, I did. But you lose a split second and now you're slow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in on in those positions. And so instead of continuing on the personal training and physical therapy path, I was just like, man, maybe the only reason why I wanted to do that was because that's all I ever did from AAU when I was a little kid all the way to college. And so I looked more, you know what, I really like the business aspect of things. Obviously, my my uh, great grandpa had started the orchard and it was just a family run business. So I was always around that. I never really worked for anybody other than my family, you know, and so I, I went more into business. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what led me there, so, I guess. So, so <laughs> when you graduated from college, did you become self-employed or did you go to work right for somebody right away or, and, well, actually, so I didn't graduate okay. either. So, yeah. So after I got hurt, I went, I, I went another year and it just wasn't, I don't know, for some reason it just wasn't fitting. Um, I just wasn't finding my way. And so I did, I did kind of try a few different self-employed things. Um, it, and it didn't quite work out. And then I fell into, um, Actually, I worked for Ford uh, for three or four years and, you know, as a as a salesperson. Okay. And and it and it was out towards Cheney. So as my clientele farmers mm -hmm. and everything, I'd, so it just it, it worked really well. And then I met my wife. Um, it, this is actually kind of a, a good story because her uncle her her aunt, my wife's aunt, is the matchmaker of the family. I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. She was she was on vacation, and her husband he came to the Ford dealership and needed a new truck. So I showed him some trucks. He decided on a truck. He had a trade in, but he didn't have anybody to drive it back. You know, to do the swap. So he said, "Hey, would you ride with me all the way back to North Spokane, and we'll drop it off, and I'll give you a ride back." So we talked and we talked. And on the way back, he said, I, I have a, uh, uh, a niece and part of the deal, we still have, part of the deal is that you um, take her out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, and so I was, you know, uh, I, that wasn't what I was thinking about. And so I'm in this, I'm in the truck, you know, there's, and he dials his cell phone. He calls her 
and he says, hey, I'm with this guy, and I'm a captive audience in this truck <laughs> driving on the way back. <laughs> and so he he gives me the phone, and he in the background, he's like, she's coming up for a teacher's conference in a couple weeks, because she taught at Connell High School down by the Tri-Cities, where, where we live now. Okay. And so he said, she's coming up for a teacher's conference. So so I, I just said, well, here's my phone number. If you call me when you're up here, great. If not, no big deal, right? right. Like I, I had... I don't. I don't think the expectations were there to find your wife. Well, driving could you in a truck with a guy you never met? So I mean, you could have said, "Well, I could give you floor mats, or I have to talk to my finance manager." Maybe. I mean, I, I, oh my gosh! All right, okay. Right. So, I sh- I should have talked to the to the desk or to the manager about it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my but gosh! So, yeah. So that's how that. So we. Um, so then, if you. If you knew my wife, she never calls anybody. Okay. And it was just so, it was random that she did call. We met up with a group of her other teacher friends, and then that was kind of, kind of it. Um, well, let me ask you this. So let me interrupt the, you and ask you this question. So you met her with in a group setting? Yes. When did you know? You know what I mean? Man, I, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Maybe like the third, okay. third okay. day, you know, still- like I, I really felt pretty, I was definitely the first one to say, to say the three words. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. If that makes sense. Right. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, so it, at our reception, he brought down the truck that he bought and we had to take pictures with the truck and, and so, yeah, so it was a really cool story. That's a great um, story. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't even know where we were at. Well, no, we're just kind of what what you were doing after college. See, that's, that's why I, yeah. Okay. So you, so you were working for a Ford dealership. You get, yes. um, Well, you were riding shotgun. So we could say it was a shotgun date. I mean, we could just, okay. But then you, you were introduced to the woman who became your, your wife and you, you referenced that she was teaching down near Tri-Cities. When did you move to Tri-Cities? Oh yeah, so yeah, that's the next the next step. So I had while I was at Ford, I had started thinking more of like real estate. So I had bought a house mm-hmm. and um I was renting out the upstairs and then a couple I think I think I sold that one and it was a lucky lucky time of where where the prices rose and I sold it after a couple of years and I had this profit and I'm 20 I'm yeah, I don't even know what I was 22, 23. Okay. So I rolled it into another house and that's kind of what started the whole, I guess, real estate portion was, was that. And I rented that house out. And then my wife was like, well, if, or not wife at the time, she said, all my family is in, in the Tri-Cities. And so that's where I'm going to live. And so if you're going to live down, <laughs> live with me, you're going to live down here. And so, so I, I still kept the, one of the houses up there and rented it out and moved down to Tri-Cities. And I found a, found a job at Hertz, actually. Hertz has a, it's rental cars, but it has a car sales division. Mm-hmm. And so I was the, one of the finance managers at Hertz for, for a little while until I met my, my business partner, who was the other finance manager and that's when we did our first actual business, started it okay. um, with 
my partner then. And that was a, a car dealership in Hermiston, Oregon, That's which is about 30 minutes from uh, the Tri-Cities. Right. Just across the border. Just across the Columbia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you started, you know, dabbling in real estate. Mm-hmm. And you ultimately, you know, got married, all of that. And now we're going to flash forward to this Jurassic-themed Airbnb. How on earth did you come up with this? And more importantly, I guess my first question to you is, when you told your wife about the idea, what was her response? Well, uh, I guess, unfortunately, that wasn't my first off-the-wall idea. Okay, all right. What else you got? What else you got? (laughs) Well, so first, you know, hey... We have a baby on the way oh. and I'm working at Hertz with a, you know, back. Well, this is what I was working with. Hertz had a pretty solid job, insurance, all those things. She <laughs> was a, a school teacher, but was going to be losing that, those benefits. And so I came to her and said, hey, me and uh, my business, we're going to we're going to start a car dealership. And we're not we don't know what is the first thing we've done. And we got a baby on the way, but I'm, we're going to take the chance. So that was the first crazy idea, but it it turned out to work. So it 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 did work out, <laughs> and for a little while, you know, definitely she was she was concerned. Um, and so it goes to with a string of other ideas. Whether we started a car, uh, we have car washes too. Okay. So um, so we do that. And um, but while I had the car dealership, I would as a hobby, instead of making model cars, like some people make model cars, well, I wanted to make the exact replica actual car of mo- like movie cars. So like Kit from Knight Rider, mm-hmm. like that was when I was, when I was growing up, that was my favorite show ever. Sure. And so I, I found a Firebird and I found the guy that had the original uh, dash molds from the show. Mm-hmm. I had him make me the mold. I found all these all the electronics in Germany and Italy and all these places. And I made kit. It talked with a phone app and we, me and my, my son, we take it to car shows and have all sorts of fun having kit talk to people at the car show. Okay. So that was also a, a little bit of a crazy idea. Prior to that, I did build uh, one of the original Jurassic park Jeeps replica also. Okay. Um, I mean, down. So detail is what, I like I like the detail and the little Easter eggs of things. Right. And so like with that with that Jurassic Park Jeep, I mean, even the tires had to be the same tires that were in the in the movie. Um, and so I don't know. Yeah. So that so I did do some smaller um, crazy idea things. And so I don't think she thought it was as crazy just because. Um, you, of my you'd, you'd already prepped for. I'm actually looking. Is this the is this the blue Jeep that I'm looking at on on? Oh no. Okay. No. So that Jeep. Um, so when I when we did the Jurassic retreat, we had to kind of walk the line of not being 100 percent Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, right. Universal, right? Because we're not affiliated with Universal or Amblin Entertainment or mm-hmm. anything, right? So, so. Um, I was looking at it as, okay, if I was going to make my own little park and I couldn't use the 1992, uh, Jeep Saharas, what would I do? And I, and I found a 19, I think it's a, it's either a 41 or a 42 Willys. Okay. And 
this was during COVID. We went all the way to uh, uh, no Wyoming. We drove all the way to Wyoming to pick that up, and we went through Yellowstone. It was pretty. It, it was a good trip. So the whole family went, but we but the end result was we picked up the Jeep and we came back. And then me and my son uh, worked on uh, kind of restoring it because it was yellow mm-hmm. with orange orange uh, wheels and we turned it into more of a theme where it matched the place right and so yeah so that's the the house jeep the house it's jeep. not it runs but it but it's not for guests to, okay. to drive around it <laughs> okay all right so well you're a brave man you know pitching the idea of giving up your stable corporate job with benefits to go self-employed i i tip my cap and i applaud you for your bravery and because i truly think that, um, well, you could have fallen on your face, but you wouldn't, um, nothing against your corporate employer, but if you were still there, you'd still be there and it wouldn't be a whole lot Mm -hmm. different than it was then. So I always applaud people when they, when they take the, the big, the big leap, but doing it when your wife's pregnant, that's, that's another level of, uh, that's another, another level. Like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now, when we talked before, you had kind of mentioned, I'm probably butchering this, so you're going to have to clean up after me, but you kind of mentioned that initially you had thought about doing this somewhere else in the state, correct? This, correct. You, you weren't going to do it in, in, in where it is located now. What was your, so when, you, when you're starting to, like you, you're, you've got the, the napkin out and you're scribbling your ideas down and it's just kind of your mind's eye and you're like, I want to do this, I want to do this, and you're not, it's not all, you haven't like bought the property yet and things like that. Where were you looking? What, what sort of things were you looking for that you thought would be uh, desirable in this case? Yeah. So I really needed trees. I needed forest. I needed some sort of water nearby. I just wanted to kind of bring that, those movies to life. Mm -hmm. And so you had to have those things close by. And so uh, I growing up in Bridgeport and my and my uh, grandpa living near Wenatchee, we'd go to Leavenworth, you know, once or twice a year mm-hmm. into that area. And knowing that it was popular and we had Lake Chelan and it, you can people from the west side come over. So I was trying to actually figure out a good place where business, the business would actually work. Mm-hmm. But also it was where I had grown up. And so I had some ties to that area. My grandpa lives in Kashmir now, which is just um, 20 minutes you know, away, if you will, you 20 know, minutes yeah. away. Yeah. And so I so I thought, you know, hey, it'd be a little bit of a family affair, you know, on on stuff. And and so, yeah, so we 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 went through with it, but it just didn't quite work out at, in that location. OK, so then. Why? So I know I, well, when I ask a question like this, I know kind of the answer, but why Washougal? I know it's got the trees, it's got the water and all that, but what was the, how did you end up in Washougal? Yeah. So, um, so after I knew that it wasn't going to work out because of some short-term rental, uh, rules or laws that were coming out in Chelan County, I decided, well, we need to sell the, sell the place and, and find another location. And, but being that I had to s- sell it as a whole, I needed to be able to roll that money into an already built house. Okay. I couldn't just buy land and then 
rebuild again because of the tax consequences it would have. And so I think we were going down, coming back from the Oregon coast and we we're going up the, the gorge. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you drive up, drive up the gorge, whether it's on the Washington side or the Oregon side, it just feels like you're prehistoric somewhat the the rock formations mm-hmm. and and just the vegetation and all of that and so i just remember being like you know i'm going to i'm going to expand my search this way and because my my businesses are in hermiston oregon i'm only 2 hours two and a half hours away f- from where i am a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't as big of a stretch to do that versus like Seattle would be a big stretch for me, right, but right. because it's just so far distance wise. And so I really just started scouring and scouring and, and this particular house came up. It wasn't, it was done ish probably to the 95%. Okay. And then the rest of it, like the fencing and the rebar and all these, all the, all the things that, that make it, the Jurassic retreat and not just a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my cousin helped me with and, and the kind of the whole family, you know, just my, my wife really wanted to get the dinosaurs out of our shop at our house. <laughs> so she was, she was ready for anything. Cause we had, we have a, <laughs> like a 40, 40 foot by 36 shop that was no longer able to u- be used because we had five dinosaurs in it waiting for a home <laughs> we're gonna come back to the dinosaurs we're gonna right. we're gonna come back to the dinosaurs i guess i've got i've got questions there I, i'm looking at the photos here and this is a beautiful house man i mean i like the how, so without help me out about how many square yeah. feet is this place it's almost 2200 i think it's 2166 okay yeah no this is and three bedrooms two bathrooms nice yeah no it's uh i like what you've done with it. it's uh looks like a I'm, I'm laughing at the the dinosaur on the wall, if you will, in the entryway. So it was, yeah. So that was the plan. That was the plan to have like the. It was like a like a hunting lodge, but with right dinosaurs. With right? dinosaurs. Like, yeah. Like there's no. the T Rex instead of an elk. Or right. Those. No, I like that. So when you say this place was 95 percent done, so I'm looking at these photographs. Are you are you saying that this place was pretty much finished like it is right now? Wow. Yeah. And what was really amazing is we had finished the other house very similar. So it was just, it was even when I was talking to the guy, to the owner, uh, I had walked up into the bathroom and I said, man, we just used that same tile at the house oh, that's funny. that we just built for this. So, I mean, there were a lot of similarities of, of, uh, I guess taste that right. both, <laughs> both of us had, um, all the decorating and stuff at the house is all my wife. Like okay. I would have went total, um, over the top dinosaur, right? right? Not, it would, it'd been more kids, more kidsy and, and probably not, not exciting for adults to stay at. But my wife was, she's just so good at, oh, at really nice decorating looking. and, and, and not not doing too much and not doing too little, but kind of just right. And so, yeah. And she came up with the idea to theme the, the rooms. So the rooms are themed based on characters of the of the original movie. OK. So we have a, a Ian Malcolm, which is like the Jeff Goldblum character room, mm-hmm. which you have like the animals 
animal prints and and golds and blacks in the bedroom um and then one room is uh more oriented to the paleontology and the paleobotany, which would be the Dr. Grant and um, the Laura, and then the uh, Laura Dern character as well. And then in the down in the main level, we have a, a Dr. Hammond study, his study down there, and that's where you can play games and just kind of sit and you can see all the dinosaurs from that study, which is, so that was her idea was to theme the rooms. And it was just like, ah, oh, perfect. Cause I had no clue how to, how to make, I don't know, make it feel luxurious. Right. And, but not too kitty. You know, when you hear a dinosaur house, it's like, oh, you see, you know, stuffed, stuffed dinosaurs and you see all the stuff, but we tried to make it as real as we could. My kids are the age that when I think of dinosaurs, I think of Barney, and that's not necessarily a pleasant, uh, you know, memory connection there for me. So, <laughs> right, I, I'm looking around here at the house, and I've got a couple of questions. Most important question is I get to the photograph. Our audience wants to know what's behind the door in the kitchen that says "Danger, do not enter." <laughs> well, that's actually I, I hope people don't go in there because that's just the water heater and uh, some of the some of the cleaning supplies. So that's that's why we put that there versus putting a big lock on there. Just to, and it, it totally fits in. in oh, it totally, it, the, it totally fits in. <laughs> so, yeah, I know it totally it totally fits in. I was just I, when I that was one that I saw that photo and I was like, OK, I've got to ask about that. Like, How? Oh, yeah, danger. Yeah. Not I like the I like that idea. All right. You alluded, well, you flat out said you had five dinosaurs in the um, shop space and your wife wanted that shop space cleaned out. So you bought these on Amazon and was it prime delivery? Oh, yeah. Prime delivery? I mean, <laughs> where does yeah, one find, two yeah, two day, where does <laughs> one find dinosaurs like this? Well, yeah, so these ones particularly, they were, they were made in China, okay. but they weren't made already and then shipped we went through basically birthing them for about a year and a half of me telling saying okay this is the colors i want this is the posture i want them to stand at this is what i want them to do their eyes blink their their they breathe um they do you know oh yeah they're animatronic all of these they dinosaurs are? are animatronic yes okay i don't know my dinosaurs very well is that a t-rex that's standing out in front of the house Yes. Okay. So yeah, the big one, that's the T-Rex by the kind of with the tail by the Jeep. Yeah. So yep. Yep. help me out. What does he do? So yeah, so there's a button on the fence, a big, one of those buttons that you would think of like in a, in, in a movie, like you're in a submarine and you have to pull up the little door and then right. hit the big green button. Right. When you hit the green button, then... So he roars, his eyes blink, his arms move, his tail wags, and his uh, stomach moves in and out, you know, like breathing. It doesn't, it can't walk, it can't do okay, anything, okay. it's stationary that way. But everything else is functional. His neck, it, his neck rotates slightly. So so approximately how tall is that? Yeah, so um, that, I think he's 20 feet roughly. Uh, tall and then 43 feet long. And Amazon Prime delivered that. No, just kidding. So <laughs> you 
So you had this custom made then you were working with a, with a, a manufacturer in China and this was custom made to your specifications. Correct. Yeah. So they have, they have some like pictures of ones that they've made in the past. Mm-hmm. And so then I can say, okay, I want something similar to that, but I want, I need it this size versus whatever they made it. If okay. they, it was smaller or whatever in China, they're more into, you know, like the Godzilla's and mm-hmm. the, it's more monster characters. So, so the coloring is way, it's, it's ostentation you know it's vibrant it's right. it's yellows and pinks and and so i it was hard to get me to nail them down to okay we need i want natural right like natural history museum i had to send them a lot of pictures of of to get the colors right and not to have just weird little offshoot things that you know like not wings but you know little things that that aren't on Right. on dinosaurs that we know of we from know. the movies. So so I was trying to, you know, make it similar to the movie. Obviously, you can't make it exact, but but just go more natural on that. Uh, so this does this dinosaur have a name by the way? Well, uh, I Ty, Ty? I, okay. my my son, he comes back and forth with with different okay. different names. Well, so we'll call we'll I'd call him Ty. We'll call him Ty. For, for the rest of this okay. episode, Ty. Ty's 40-some feet long, 20 feet high. How was he shipped? Was he shipped fully completed, or did you have to assemble him? Yes, so we had to assemble the, the two large dinosaurs, including Ty. Mm-hmm. It, he, it was his head, so his head came in one, one piece, <sighs> legs came separate, Body was in one piece, tail was separate. That's how he was shipped. So yeah, one, two, three, four, five pieces. And did they send like the universal assembly tool that you needed to put it together? <laughs> I mean, what did you have to do to put this to assemble this thing? Yeah, they well, they did send two crescent wrenches. <laughs> like literally, that's what what came. <laughs> two large crescent wrenches is what came with it. Um, oh but no, yeah, it was kind of. They sent me a couple videos of of not necessarily like installation, but just a few things. Cause it's not just, we put it together and then it works. Me and my wife had to sew every single seam of the, like you put the leg, you wrap the legs around the big pole, the metal poles that are the legs. Right. But then you have to put the skin around it, which is consists of foam and like silicone is what those, uh, the scales and everything. So it's, you push it and it, it does feel, it has a little, real. it has like a it, little give to it. Okay. Yeah. Right. But so we had to wrap those around and then literally sew a, what, 12 foot seams with these large, like fish hook type. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you have to, you have to put, uh, make your own silicone rubber out of, some different materials that they send you and then you slap it on there and then you put pantyhose over it. So then it still creates that the scale look without seeing the seam. And then I had to have an airbrush guy come in and airbrush the seam. So they weren't as noticeable. (laughs) Wow. All right. And you assembled Ty in your shop Mm -hmm. in Tri-Cities. 
No. So we assembled everything down on site. Okay, um, we did. Okay. That's not nearly yeah. as fun because I was hoping you were going to say yes. And then we had to put him on a flatbed trailer and scare half of civilization as we drove him through. But I don't get to have that fun. All right. Well, but though, so Ty wasn't assembled. Um, the other, the long neck one and the Apatosaurus wasn't assembled, but the other three were fully assembled driving down the road. Oh my gosh. So the okay. Triceratops, Triceratops, a hundred percent assembled his tail wagging in the wind and the two Raptors, the two Raptors, they were, you know, it was like the movie, uh, in Jurassic world where, where he's riding the, uh, motorcycle and the Raptors are running right next to him. Oh my gosh. It, it felt that way. I was driving down the road with two Raptors back in my trailer. My son is sitting there. He's, he's counting how many people are videoing, yeah. them as yeah. he's driving down the road and, and oh so it gosh. was pretty fun he's 11 so he just he was like oh you he, just he you're, you're pretty, father of the year fun. forever because of this man i mean he's gonna i mean think of the stories he's gonna tell that time my dad and i took the dinosaurs down the road i mean he's 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 golden for stories the rest of his life yeah. so wow i approximately how long did it take you to assemble ty um, let's see to fully assemble. It took at least two, a couple weeks wow. to just get him put together. We, I mean, we had to rent heavy machinery, like the, uh, big telehandler forklifts. Right. And so I only had those for a set amount of time. And I think I had them rented for only two or three days and it was me and my cousin. And we just, <laughs> we just tried and tried the first night we thought we were, we were like, we're going to have to hire somebody. We don't know what we, we couldn't get it to work because they, they didn't send any instructions on which way the legs went on the T-Rex on tie. Um, and so we, we had them backwards. We had them sideways. We didn't know. And then finally, luckily it like, so, so when you're dealing with the Chinese, um, manufacture everything you know i have to talk to them at midnight right to get answers and so luckily somebody answered and said oh yeah look look at the little uh notches i mean we're talking a i don't know probably a 12 foot or 12 inch piece of metal and they said oh look for the little uh half a centimeter notch that's <laughs> that's under grease that and then that'll tell you 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 line that notch up with that other notch on the you know and and I'm like how how in the world would I ever have known that but um, so once we figured that out then we we were pretty golden um, it just took you know just a lot of I, I, why lot didn't of you look on YouTube and just see how they were put together I mean just like everybody else I mean can't you just go on YouTube and how to assemble a dinosaur I mean come on uh, oh my gosh yeah that was the hard part because that's how yeah you know building stuff usually yeah it's just youtube but just this youtube it you know like charted uncharted yeah. you should have you should have filmed a video of it you could have been the the youtube dinosaur king uh <laughs> right oh my gosh well from a manufacturing standpoint from the time you made contact with the the, the company that ended up doing the work to delivery how long did that take it was pretty much a year Okay. That's because actually not that bad. A, yeah, no, it if you saw how they're made and what's underneath them, it it's really not that that complicated inside. It's it's you know, steel mm -hmm. little steel poles and they form it, but then everything else is foam. They just put foam on it and then they shave the foam 
And then the only thing that is the time-consuming thing is with foam, with little uh, heat, they're like, they're not heat guns, they're heat pins. Okay. And they, every single scale and detailed detail was done by a human with a heat pin. So when you see those scales, every single one was done by, I think I saw pictures they sent me one time and there was like five people with heat pins just drawing the scales on there. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. So, all right, let's, we're going to, okay. Timeline. Had you purchased the property before the dinosaurs or, well, you were, so Leavenworth property mm-hmm. was the, was the, the dinosaurs in timeline with the Leavenworth property or, and did you already have them when you bought the Washougal property? Um, yeah. So I believe we bought the property itself for Leavenworth first. Okay. And then, cause I, I saw it there. I was like, okay. And then I used where I thought they were going to go to make the, the dinosaurs because I thought they were going to be in certain locations up there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so property first, then dinosaurs. So dinosaurs didn't get to go to Leavenworth. In turn, they had to get shipped in shipping containers to my house okay. instead of Leavenworth, which would have made it much easier to transport because they would have been dropped off at the front driveway <laughs> and not three and a half hours down the gorge. So yeah, but you don't have as many, you, you got more. You got more stories this way. Come on, you've got you've got more. more, more your story. son, your son has <laughs> stories. I mean, think about be, I mean, go back to when you were eleven and imagine yourself in this. You know, eleven year old in a in a truck watching your dad drive dinosaurs down the highway is <laughs> right. not something we all experience in our lifetime. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but that is what kind of started it. Was when I was a kid. There we went to. I think I don't remember. I have the picture. I don't know if I was five or eight years old, but we went to a, you know, back back in the eighties where animatronics weren't quite as right. exciting as they are now. But I just I still remember going to that and seeing that Triceratops moving and trying to put my nose by his nose, and that's what stayed in my mind for for this build, really. Okay. And you've got the one by the hot tub. I think that's pretty funny. You know, just yeah, so we it. built a little raptor enclosure. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty funny. I mean, I don't know that I would relax in that hot tub with that thing there because that fence just doesn't <laughs> look like it's going to do the job. Um, just kidding. What is, so, and I'm bouncing around here a lot, I know, but what is this outbuilding that the Jeep is next to? What is that? Yeah, What's so the it? outbuilding was, was already there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was already there. That's what houses um, the, like, pressure tank for the well. Ah, That's what I thought. Okay. And that kind of stuff. So it's nothing exciting, but so we decided to make it part of the, seem dangerous. Part of the place. Seem dangerous. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And then the, the hot tub is directly behind that so that the lean to is off the back of the, of the shed there. Yeah. So this, is this a brontosaurus? Um, a patasaurus is the actual Patasaur. name of that okay. particular one. A patasaurus is a little smaller. A okay. brontosaurus would have been, uh, wouldn't have been doable. <laughs> so how big is this one then? Approximately. Well, that one's still 56 feet long and kind of in that same range of that 18 to foot 20. tall. It's, yeah, its neck moves up and down a little bit and its tail wags. It, it's hard. That, that tail is huge. And so it, it I had, we had to, cut 
cut some trees and some shrubs to, you know, to make it. So, <laughs> cause we were constantly, it was, that one was the hardest install was that, that particular one, because you have, you have four legs. Now you have a tail that is, I think the tail was like 20 feet, just the tail. And then oh my gosh. I think it was 12 feet was, is roughly the neck. And so that one was really tough because we were surrounded by all the vegetation and had really only about that 10 feet of road to maneuver this 10 foot tractor <laughs> to actually get in the angles that we needed. And, and yeah, that, that was the hardest one. We, me and my cousin almost, uh, uh, weren't family after that. One. Oh, okay. Well, we won't, we won't explore that too much, but you, <laughs> no, you, you survived, you kidding. survived. Um, well, I like yeah, that. Is, we had to sleep dri- on it. Yeah. Yeah. Is I like though you, you, that greets you as you drive down the driveway, if you will. That's kind of cool. How big of a parcel is this on? Um, it's just a, I, I can't remember exactly, but it's about an acre, but okay. it doesn't seem like an acre because the whole hillside is, is the property, but it's all the trees and it's all surrounds mm-hmm. you. Um, you can't, when you drive up, it is in a neighborhood, but not like a neighborhood where you think like in town, you know, there's, right. there's, uh, one, two, three four houses basically kind of up, up the driveway. Um, but when you're there on property, like it's, it's kind of hard to see, you know, but you, so you feel kind of isolated. Try and see. Oh okay. yeah. 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 All right. yeah. And right now is, is the time of year down there where the blackberry bushes are growing and all of, all the vegetation is like at its height before, you know, in the fall, the fall is beautiful for, you know, a few weeks because of just the colors. Mm -hmm. But right now it's like, it feels like Jurassic park (laughs) because everything's like at its height of growing season. Earlier on, you mentioned that you're not affiliated with, you know, all, all those disclosure things has, Mm -hmm. has anyone approached you about this? Do they, I mean, has anyone had any heartburn or is it being appreciated? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody from Universal has, or anybody has, has came to us. Um, Evolve is the booking company we use Mm -hmm. to book the place. And they supposedly have been in contact with Universal about doing some potential marketing, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I haven't heard anything for the new movie because the new movie just came out a couple weeks ago. And so they're, the possibility would be like when the DVD comes out to do some sort of uh, right. marketing right. thing when the, when the DVD comes like a watch party with dinosaurs and, you know, mm-hmm. at the house. So that, that would be neat. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath on anything like that, but that would just like legitimize uh, three years of, of work. <laughs> if that happened, this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask you. And I'm, and I'm now on KGW eights, uh, and I don't want to play the video because my speakers will kick in, but I'm looking at this video and all of a sudden it just popped in my head. How do you care for these things? What do you have to do? Do you just hose them off or does somebody have to get up there and, and with a toothbrush and clean out the crevices? I mean, what, what happens here? Yeah. So fortunately <laughs> in the Washougal area, it does rain a little bit. And so yes. I found that they, they, they kind of clean themselves. Um, okay. They're really, uh, on the inside, they're all lubricated from the factory. So I haven't had to get in there and do any lubrication of the part, which is going to be difficult when I do have to. 
But then all they are is a, they're literally plugged into normal wall outlets. Like, okay. they're not specially wired because all they're ran off of is each one of them has their own little desktop computer that's in a fake rock <laughs> that is um, behind the fence or, or hidden in, hidden in the bushes or whatever and so the only problem i've had is with the timers because i i I specifically set them to like wake up at nine in the morning and then go to sleep around 8 30 just so it's it's not uh you know if if neighbors are around they're not having to to hear it you know in the nighttime so i've had problems with my timers i haven't had problems with anything other than the timers you buy from like home depot (laughs) oh my gosh that's hysterical um hey todd your dinosaurs are roaring again can you turn them off please that would be a very (laughs) odd phone call to have oh my gosh so how long how long has this been open to the public for uh for rental uh our first one was the end of november of last year so it's only been been just a little bit and how's it been received eight eight months uh very well actually (laughs) that those those news deals really like i mean it we went from, you know, just a couple couple bookings here and there to being booked until August. <laughs> um, right oh, wow. now, okay. we're, yeah, it was pretty pretty much steady for six months. Um, now, most of the weekends are, are, are booked, like in August, but then the weekdays aren't really. So there's a lot of weekday currently. But yeah, for six months, it was pretty mm-hmm. much go, go, go. Well, so that leads to, you know, you know, a housekeeping question. I mean, with short-term rentals, you know, whenever you're turning these things, you've got to go in and, and refresh the house. Are you guys doing that or do you have somebody closer to Washougal or how, you know, how's that working out? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we have, uh, it's actually, it's kind of, a, it's funny also. So the realtor that was, that sold the house to us she also had a cleaning business. <laughs> and so it was, I had another cleaning company come, but they were closer to Portland. And so they were like, ah, it's really okay. far for us to come, especially when you're, if you're going to be booked pretty solid. Uh, and, yeah. but, uh, but no, uh, it's called busy bee. They are, they are on it. And her husband, um, he helps, he does the hot tub. He does little maintenance nice. stuff. And they're, yeah, they're awesome. There's a, a couple or there's three, three girls and then, um, uh, one of them husband and he helps. And I mean, every once in a while I have to go down just to deal with the dinosaur stuff. Like if I have a wire or something odd, but yeah, man, they, they are awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's, uh, I had a, another guest on in that episode will go live before this one and she runs short-term rentals and she also helps other short-term rental operators operate their properties mm-hmm. and we got into this discussion about you know the logistics of these things it's not you know it's a lot of work and what are you going to make any changes to it do you have anything you know like, oh, let's add another one over here. Or is this, would you call this, this piece is finished? 
Yeah, I think it is myself. Um, as far as the land goes, they, they are. It just worked perfect that what I had fit, and I I think less is more. Kind of just like I was talking about with my wife on decorating mm-hmm. and and right. man, like if I added another something, it would just feel too. Because like the the one raptor, it's in its cage. The other one greets you. The T Rex is just that awe, like oh my goodness, with the the rebarred fence and the ten thousand volt signs. And yeah. then the other raptor is up in the blackberries, kind of looking down at the at the triceratops, like ah, oh, maybe I might jump on you, <laughs> or or when you drive up, it's also looking at you. Like when you get when you're getting your luggage out, it's kind of like oh okay, I see him, I see you, and so. Yeah, I just don't know anywhere else I'd put anything okay. that would that would that would make it better that wouldn't detract. When guests are staying at the house, what else in the area has been a draw? I mean, what else do people like to do when they're when they're out in Washougal? Yes, yeah, so for the most part, most people that do go there that I've seen, they 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 just they really want to watch all the movies there. <laughs> I, okay. Because I have all the DVDs there, and then I also have all any pretty much any other Spielberg movie is there, like Jaws and Indiana <laughs> Jones. Um, those are the those are kind of for me. That's that was my inspiration was those movies, and so mm-hmm. that's those are there to watch. But uh, to to venture out. Um, it's really outdoor activities like hiking. Um, there's a really cool, it's called Dugan Falls, and it's about five miles down the road. Um, the house is off Washougal River Road, which you would assume that there's a Washougal River right pretty close. So so you're driving along uh, Washougal River Road, and then you turn up to the house. So there's the river, but that river up up about five miles is is this falls, and you can actually, you can swim in it so it oh. falls but you can dive off the rocks and there's little these little lagoons and it's it's very cool so that's a big draw um uh beacon rock is fairly close it's about 15 minutes away which if you google beacon rock you'll see how amazing it is and when you think of the gorge and you think of jurassic park and you think of that and you see it, it is it does kind of feel like that scene in the first movie where where they look out and they see all the dinosaurs for the first time and it's just like oh my goodness this is a different world um <laughs> uh let's see what else is a good uh and i mean some people like to go to bonneville dam is on that side and mm-hmm. kind of go to the dam and cascade locks and things like that um vancouver is very close it's only 35 minutes roughly oh wow and okay. the big yeah, the biggest draw from people that I hear from like our neck of the woods is they want to go to IKEA, which is in Portland, which is 37 minutes away, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think it becomes about shopping for people that are coming, but people that are from Portland and the area, they just they want to be around the house and then, you know, maybe go on some some trails and things like that. There are if you look up like uh, that all trails app and you go on that, there's there's trails all around. Cape Horn uh, is a really cool one. Uh, okay. That that one's a neat one because then you get you get the same view as from Beacon Rock, but you don't have to go all the way up Beacon Rock on that Cape Horn trail. Where is in the most I don't want to say this. So who's traveled the farthest to stay here so far? You said Portland, you said th- why, you know, but has anybody, you know, come from say Florida? 
Not that I know of. I know the first first was, I believe, from California. So okay. we've had California is probably the, the one that I noticed the most um, okay. other than Seattle, Portland. Sure. Um, there's been, was it Montana? Maybe a Montana. Oh, yeah, there was definitely a Montana okay. uh, at least. So so kind of still all west. I haven't I haven't really I haven't advertised like we haven't done anything as far as advertising at all. So the only things that are out there is those uh, news the Portland news, news station mm-hmm. deals. Yeah, so we really haven't done okay. anything to for anybody to know that it exists. I guess. All right. Do you have any intentions of doing another property? Um, I did. I have another idea too that's that's not Jurassic Park oriented, but I I don't know. I have yeah, there's quite a few other ideas that I have, but I just haven't quite found the right place. And mm-hmm. also I don't think the timing is right as well with the real estate market. It just seems a little inflated to me. So I'm just kind of sitting back right now and waiting, really. But I have some I have some Ideas that might involve transformers. I have ideas that involve different things what, from my childhood that I'd like to bring to life. What about Knight Rider? You could you could have the talking car out there, you know. Well, unless I could get Hasselhoff as a uh, <laughs> to be there, I probably wouldn't. I already I did Knight Rider, so I I I, I don't know. I I would love it, but okay. But I think it needs to be more all encompassing. You know, like you look at like the top ten big movies, and there's the Lord of the Rings, and there's. Uh, you know, Jurassic Park franchise is pretty high up there. So I, I kind of look at those. Transformers is way up there, too, because mm-hmm. they had so many of them. So you could do a Titanic, a Titanic themed one, and, you know, have. have oh, a- man. I, <laughs> yeah, I did think of that one, but I just couldn't see it. I've always wanted to do pirates, pirate, uh, an actual pirate ship would be so cool, like down you know, on, on the coast somewhere. I, I just think it'd be so neat to be able to do something like that. That would be interesting. Um, but again, would... it, it gets so hard with all of the short-term rental rules and, and right. regulations. And and so even when you go down and you look at the coast, there's not many places at the coast that you can even do short-term rentals anymore that aren't regulated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, so it does it, get hard. It does. Yeah, it does get a little challenging. When you're not fiddling with your dinosaurs because the timers aren't cooperating, and I mean, if it's a, if you're using a computer, just reboot it, it'll work. Right. I mean, sorry, bad, bad old tech joke, but yeah. What do you, what do you and the family like to do for, for fun and entertainment? Um, well, for, a, for a while before COVID we, we did travel a lot. My wife, um, is, a, has a big following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so she got into the thing where you can, where you message, a hotel or a resort or wherever and say, Hey, if, you know, if we do some social media, can we get a discount or can we get a free stay? And so we were, we were doing that close by. Um, Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit and then we kind of stayed home for, for the last year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. So, um, we just like, I mean, we, our house, we have like five acres, we have a little cherry orchard and we're kind of out, out um out of town a little bit so i don't know we we do the normal stuff you know just just uh my kids are homeschooled now my wife used to be a high school english teacher but now she homeschools the kids and so we are we are together a lot and 
we just kind of nothing we don't do anything like exciting fancy you know we just kind of do things together that we can when we have time i still go out to hermiston three to four times a week um just depends on the week and and uh, manage the like the car washes and stuff so we have quite a few employees for that okay all right so if it was up to the kids what what themed airbnb would they want well, so my daughter is, she's, uh, she's a little older, but her favorite like is, uh, Tangled. Do you remember that movie? Rapunzel, I don't. Rapunzel Disney movie. So I, it's, I don't remember that it's, one. it's one of Disney's like, it's super good actually. Um, okay. do you know the, do you remember that show Chuck? Uh, it was on NBC. He was a, like a tech nerd. Yes. And yes. He was yes. a spy. So mm-hmm. actually Chuck is the voice of the love interest in that movie. Okay. And, Anyway, it's it's just really good. So she, I would say, probably that or like a boy band. <laughs> now that she's older, she would love some sort of boy band theme. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> um, like yeah, One Direction, like a British oh. boy band would be great. Oh, that'd but, be uh, funny. <laughs> my son, he is he is all he's a YouTuber guy. He watches all Minecraft would be probably his. If we could do a Minecraft theme, that would be pretty cool. And then he just he likes all those YouTubers like Mr. Beast and Mr. Beast and, and those guys. Dude Perfect. That's one of our favorites because we're kind of we're into sports. And so um, Dude Perfect, we we watch all those and we try our own little sports trick shots and things. Okay. So I, right. I thought that that would be cool. I was actually thinking about something like that in Spokane because we're uh, an hour and a half, two hours from Spokane. And I was thinking about recreating their headquarters like in a warehouse and then Mm -hmm. you could go and do birthday parties there i thought that would be super cool but then have them somewhat involved and and uh anyway that was one idea that it just didn't quite i couldn't quite get it get it there once all the real estate stuff went nuts i'm kind of it's it's really hard right now with because yes there's a lot of ideas and a lot of things that Mm-hmm. But with a lot of regulations and a lot of the costs, like, man, okay. It's I'm tough after. to make things, it's tough to pencil things together. I, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. All right. Well, my, my, my last question I always ask is what didn't I ask you that I should have? What didn't we talk about that we should have? Man, um, I don't know. I think, I think we, we covered most things. Um, I don't know. I, I think some of it is um, maybe like the the why. I think I, we talked about a little bit of of how, but but the why it it just it did all start from that like five or six years old when I saw those animatronic dinosaurs. And I do remember the other portion. We went to Silverwood, the mm-hmm. theme park, and my wife and I, I'm always like, oh man, that'd be I, just always thinking of attractions or different things that that people could do and she's like oh man i you would love to have a theme park and i was like yeah unfortunately that's just not in the cards but that i think her saying that that time really stuck in my head of well what can i do something can I, what's the next level from making kit from night rider car and and making you know the jurassic park jeep and i think that this is like the the next step that i could i could muster you know yeah. and just have people experience that when you drive through, because it's probably not in your pictures, but we we did erect a big gate 
that okay. says Jurassic Retreat um, in big, big letters. I, 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 but I, I don't think I sent you that picture. It's right before the big Apatosaurus. So you do drive yeah. through this large gate. And um, when you do that, you drive through and then it kicks on for the first time. That first time you drive in, that's what I want like people to feel have that feeling like it's a dinosaur like wow and then you drive past that apatosaurus and then out of the trees that giant t-rex is on your left it's it is really neat um that first five minutes you're there like it's it is different and so i guess that's the only thing that i would talk about is that we didn't talk about was like it is a pretty cool experience that first that first little bit and then you just then after that it's all about experiences with your family you know after that so well well, where can people find out more about this where's where's where would you like to direct them to take a look at this um yeah so it's evolve.com is the booking site um and then you would just um go on there and Type in Washougal and and look it up. So you can go on Airbnb and VRBO. It's on all of those. But uh, the Evolve site, it's slightly less price because um, there's less hands on it. You know, Airbnb mm-hmm. gets their cut, and right. so I think the Evolve Direct is 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 less money. Okay. So that's, we'll put a yeah, we'll put a link to that. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so that people can just click on the link. Um, cool. I've never heard of Evolve before, so that's that's something new for me to look at too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time. This is really cool. It's a, it's a really neat looking, um, the house itself is, I mean, it'd be one thing if it was just dinosaurs and then a a house, right. But the house is Mm -hmm. really tastefully done. It looks like it'd be a very comfortable place to hang out and watch movies and, and just relax, add the dinosaurs on top of it. And, I don't know. I, I kind of think maybe you need to make them make a noise at like 3 a.m. if the house is occupied, just to, just to scare people in the middle of the night. I mean, there's got to be something, right? I mean, just, just <laughs> right. maybe maybe the noises are just inside the house, so they, you know, I don't know. That'd yeah, be my, you never know. That'd be like the 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 T Rex on the on the on the wall there in the entryway should you know make some noises at 3 a.m. or something. So just something for fun. Mm-hmm. Just okay. St- startle people, you know, just to, I'll, I'll write that down. Yes. Yeah. To, to, <laughs> don't take that idea because I'd hate to see your reviews while we were sleeping peacefully until 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, that would be bad. Um, well, thank you again. Uh, this was, this is really entertaining. And I, your, your journey has been kind of fun and, uh, yeah, you got a couple of design elements that I think I'm going to steal from my house, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> nice yeah no thank you very much it's been fun awesome join us next time for another episode of the exploring washington state podcast